Hey, y'all. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Worlds of Country podcast. I'm your host, Andrew. On this week's episode, Kelsey Lamb joins me to talk about her musical start, her journey to Nashville, and some of the lessons she's learned since she's been in Nashville. Hope you guys enjoy this interview. It's one of my favorites so far. Talk to you guys on the other side. Had to wait for that every time. I always forget. (laughs) Hey, Kelsey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. What have you been up to? (sighs) Just the usual over here, just writing and playing shows and staying busy and not sleeping. (laughs) So when when did you know that music was what you wanted to do with your life? Oh, man. Um... That's so hard. I I feel like I've always kind of knew. Um, I can't tell you one day where I thought I wanted to do something else. Um, I did go to college and my, my parents made me get my degree um, <laughs> before I chased this crazy dream. But I've been doing this since I was like 14 years old. So I've I've always wanted to do this. Um, I grew up in in church singing, uh, singing in church choir and stuff. So I've always just kind of sang. So so did you, you had a backup plan if the music thing didn't pan out? My parents had a backup plan. <laughs> what was their backup plan for you? Oh, just that, that I went to school. I went to college and I actually, um, I went to college for vocal performance. I like auditioned and got a scholarship with singing and did the opera and did all this crazy stuff um, for music. And then after my first semester or my first year, I can't remember, I... Um, I switched my major to writing in English. So I actually, I feel like I still went to school for music um, and actually, you know, learned how to like write poetry and and stuff like that. But basically they, they just wanted me to get my degree and to be able to say that I had, you know, had something to fall back on if this didn't work out, but they've always been so supportive. So even during college, I was, you know, leaving and going to write and record and all that stuff. So it was just a, a time in my life. <laughs> Did you always know that the Nashville was where you wanted to end up? Honestly, no. Um, I didn't start coming to Nashville until I was probably 16. I think my dad brought me here for my 16th birthday and I recorded a song. I had no idea what I was doing. Um, and uh, that was the first time I'd been here. And I I don't remember thinking this is where I'm going to end up one day. I didn't, I I didn't really understand what the music industry meant. I didn't know that I was going to write songs and do stuff like that. So I always thought I was going to end up in LA because that's just, you grow up thinking LA is where, you know, you go to dream. So I'm glad that I ended up here though. It's, I can't imagine being anywhere else. I'll never leave. So when did you sort of realize that Nashville was the right place for you? Um, oh man, these are tough questions. Um, Probably during college, I think, is when I started coming to Nashville. I started going, um, changing from L.A. to Nashville and um, and recording here and just, I mean, honestly, vacationing here, you know, girls trips and stuff and just seeing the city. And, and I guess after college is when I really dove into songwriting and I didn't move. I lived out of Airbnbs for probably six to eight months before I actually just like did it because I didn't know what it meant. I didn't know what it was um, until I started coming here and meeting people and, and diving into it. So probably, um, yeah, probably after college is when I realized that this was my home base. 
So um, when you first moved out to Nashville, was there a bit of a culture shock or did you just dive right in? Uh, I kind of dove right in. I mean, I, I kind of, I just grew up around music. My brother was in a band growing up and I was going to LA all the time. Um, and I grew up five hours from Nashville in Arkansas. So it's kind of the same with less people, <laughs> less people and no music. <laughs> no music. Yeah. <laughs> so how long have you been, have you been living out in Nashville now officially? I am coming up on five years. Wow. Feels like yesterday. <laughs> Some people say it feels like a lifetime and some people say it feels like yesterday. I guess it, it all depends. <laughs> yeah, I guess it just depends on what you've done. I mean, I feel like I feel like time is moving really fast. So it just I yeah, I still feel brand new. Like I haven't like I haven't seen everything yet. So it's 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 fun, I think, to feel like you're new all the time and because there's so many new people all the time. So it's it's an experience. So what would you say is the biggest thing that you've learned in your five years out in Nashville? Um, I've learned to be very independent, extremely independent. Um, I music wise have learned to just take a lot more risks and to trust my gut. Um, I think when you, when a lot of people move here, they come here thinking that they're supposed to do something and they're supposed to be somebody. And then you get here and you start writing songs and you start really figuring out what your story is and, you know, how you want to say it and who you want to be, what you want to look like. And so I think that that was, that's a big thing I learned that I wish I would have learned when I was 12, you know, to just be yourself and come out of your shell. So Nashville definitely does that to you. Yeah. I think a lot of people probably move out with the idea that they have to emulate someone else instead of trying to be who they are and it wastes time at the end of the day for them. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. I was definitely doing that. (laughs) It's easy to do. Easier than I think letting yourself find yourself. So So what was that, that process like for you to sort of find your voice? Um, I think it was just diving into songwriting, which I'd never done before I came here. I don't play an instrument. I still don't play an instrument. I hate to say that, but I still don't play the guitar. Um, I just, I went into a lot of writing sessions with a lot of people that had no idea who I was. I had no idea who they were. And we just had to get to know each other. And I grew up in, I call it a small town. It wasn't, it's, it's the capital of Arkansas, but it feels like a small town compared to this. Um, I grew up with the same people just all the time. I traveled a lot, but you know, the people that knew me, knew me. And I feel like I had to continue to be that person that they knew growing up, growing up. But I never sang like, that just wasn't, I was very shy growing up. And then I moved here and it was just an opportunity. And I think a lot of people go through this. Like reinventing yourself and letting yourself like want. So I think a lot of that came in the writing room though, because I, I guarantee you, if you ask someone what I was like at my first month writing, they would be like, she was trying to write Kelsey Ballerini songs. And now I'm, you know, I'm writing my story and I'm not, I'm not trying to recreate what's on the radio anymore. I'm just trying to just, you know, be honest and peel back all the layers. So I don't even know if that answered your question. I just got on a rant. (laughs) Do you feel that you've been able to sort of find like your little community in Nashville at this point? Absolutely. Yeah. I was just thinking about that today. Me and my fiance, we're both songwriters and I, we talk about all the time how we feel like our, you know, our circle's gotten 
smaller over the years. And I think it's supposed to do that because you're finding your people that, you know, get you and you feel comfortable with. So definitely surrounded by an amazing group of people. What's the importance of sort of having that circle for people that don't understand? What'd you say? What's the importance of having that small circle for people that don't understand what the importance would be of that? Um, I think the importance in Nashville specifically is we co-write everything. I think it's really rare. It's really special, but it's really rare when you find someone who writes all of their own music. Um, everybody collaborates. So it's, I just think it's really important to have the people around you that want you to succeed. They're happy for you when you're succeeding. They believe in your story. They believe in what you want to say. Because if not, I think you're just going to get a lot of really fabricated, you know, music out of that. And that's not what we came here to do. So I think it's important to have those people that, you know, that are there when it's awkward and weird and that let you go through those phases. I, yeah, I think it's important. Do you feel that the industry has changed at all in the five years you've been in town? <laughs> yes, I think the industry has changed since yesterday. <laughs> um I think the biggest change that has happened since I moved here is that a lot of people are doing it without record labels, which is incredible. And really it gives a lot of hope to independent artists like me um, and TikTok is changing the game. Yeah. So, and I think TikTok is helping people do it without labels, which is really, it's really cool. So it's definitely changed. Yeah. TikTok has sort of like given the power back to, to the artists and the writers as opposed to concentrating it with the labels, which is so cool. Yeah, it's scary, but really cool. Yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot of content out there now. And it's, I think it's, it's really special because I think a lot of teenagers are getting to experience the kind of music that I feel like I grew up with. Like I grew up with Avril Lavigne and Tim McGraw and all of that. And I felt like it was really like genuine and honest. I feel like you're starting to see that again because people are telling their stories on TikTok and it's, it's intense. <laughs> was TikTok easy for you to embrace or were you, were you reluctant at first? No, 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 no. I don't even know what my first TikTok was. I was probably braiding my hair or going on a walk. I don't know, but it was awkward and I hated it. <laughs> I don't think I've ever spoken to anyone that said that they love TikTok. So, yeah, <laughs> I love it now. I love laying in bed and watching TikTok. I hate the Me fact that I think about TikTok. <laughs> if that makes any sense, I hate that I plan my like, like the fact that my hair is done today. I have to do a TikTok now because I put effort in. So it's just you know, it's kind of taken over our lives a little bit, but in a good way let the effort go to waste <laughs> exactly you can't you can't waste it so you you sort of had like a secondhand tiktok blow up a few months ago right with with leah yes with yes. leah mason yeah so what was going through your mind is a song you wrote is sort of having those crazy numbers really strange um because i am an artist before i'm a songwriter so to get in the room with leah and there was four, all four of us, me, Royal, Kaylin, and Leah are all artists. Um, so to get in the room and write this song, it I remember writing it and me personally being like, this isn't me. This isn't for me. Like, this is not, I've never had, this never happened to me really. You know, this isn't my song. 
and um, and wondering which one of us was going to give it a life, if anybody. I wasn't sure. So when Leah decided to cut it and put it on TikTok and do the whole thing, and it blew up, like, I mean, literally, it was an overnight situation, which doesn't happen that often. I was it was weird. It was very weird and very exciting as a songwriter. Cause it, like I said, that's never really happened for me before. That was actually one of my first artist cuts as a songwriter. So it was cool. Do you feel that you've grown as a writer since you've been in town? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I was very awkward before. Yeah. <laughs> So it's, it's it's working out better than probably I remember one of my first rights leaving crying because I'd written with a hit songwriter I did not need to be in that room I was way out of my league just being in Nashville I mean it was I hadn't even moved here yet it was like my first week visiting Nashville and I remember crying and calling the lady that hooked it up for me and she was like yeah, you know, that didn't go very well. He already called me and I was like, oh my gosh. So <laughs> it's so bad. And I knew it was bad and I did not blame anyone for saying it was. But <laughs> but I've definitely grown. That's always good. <laughs> definitely grown, yeah. <laughs> so how would you describe your, your own musical style? Oh man, my musical style. Um, gosh, I mean, it's I'm definitely country, and I I will never sway from that. But I feel like I've got a little bit of a little bit of Sam Hunt in me, um, country wise, and a little Carly Pierce. I feel like I I pull from Avril Lavigne a lot more than I should, but I do because I love her, and it's just embedded in me. Um, yeah, I feel like I feel like if I was going to describe myself, that's exactly how I would describe my music. I don't feel like what I'm doing is exactly what anybody else is doing, but I definitely pull from a lot of a lot of artists. I'm I'm a learner. I sit back and I listen and I watch a lot of people and absorb. So yeah. it definitely comes out that way. I think that that's very important to do to sort of watch what everyone else is doing and sort of form who you are at the same time yeah absolutely yeah so you said that when you first moved out you were sort of trying to emulate others how did you sort of get out of that mindset oh man I couldn't tell you like a specific moment when I got out of that mindset I I think I just got really comfortable with the people I was writing with and I started to let myself come up with melodies and like just really put myself in the room. And I think that's kind of when it started to to change a little bit is, is when I started giving more direction and started just being honest about who I wanted to be and how I wanted it to sound. Yeah. So you got more assertive basically. And comfortable. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So you've put out a lot of music over the the past year. Um, What's the strategy behind all that? And (laughs) All that. <laughs> the strategy. Well, there wasn't a strategy. And then COVID hit. I put out a song. I think I put out a song called Talk to Me at the the, the week of shutdown in Nashville. Perfect timing. Was, right. I was one week out. I just started working with a new PR team. Like 
I felt like I was about to change the world. And uh, a week before my song came out, the world shut down and I almost pulled it. um, But we kept it up. We released it and it did really, really good. Did really well for me. Thank God for TikTok all around. I mean, that's been such a great outlet for all of this. Um, Once I did that, I just, I had a bunch of music sitting in the hopper ready to go. That was pretty like, you know, storyline ready to just roll out. And so I got really lucky during COVID um, and just decided to do a six to eight week in between each song and just pushed and pushed and pushed. And now I'm ready to put new stuff out that I haven't heard for the past two years. (laughs) So been a time. Is it exciting or does it get exhausting sort of putting out music so constantly? It's so much fun way more fun than spacing it out too too long because there's just always something to look forward to you're always trying to beat it i think it's like a competition in my own mind i'm just trying to write better songs and because i'm just i'm constantly putting music out so i do i feel like if you went back and listened to my first song you would probably see quite a change and i think that's really cool it's like a portfolio of art and i think it's fun it's like a time lapse absolutely yes absolutely (laughs) so of the songs you put out is there one that sticks out as a favorite to you or a couple that stick out uh well i just released a song a week and a half ago with my fiance a duet love that song it's not necessarily me as an artist kelsey kelsey lamb or anything but it's really cool it's beautiful song that's probably like my favorite right now um, for me, it's just Kelsey Lamb, the artist, coming here to talk. I put out at the beginning of this year. I think that it was the first song I put out that is just hands down me. Like I, I feel very invested in that song, and um, I brought that story in. I created a lot of the melody. I just I feel really close to that song, and I felt like it. I, I don't know. I don't know what it is about it. I just think that it really speaks to who I am as an artist and just as a person in general. So when you write a song, are you a person who sort of knows right away that this is for me or are you someone that has to listen back a couple of times and then? Um, it really just depends. I mean, there's been some songs that I've gone back and fallen in love with, but it's, I think for me, it's very in the moment. Um, if I don't love a song by the end of a writing session, it's probably not going to make the cut. Typically. <laughs> so <laughs> what's next for you? Uh, more music. I'm getting my next song. I've just been checking my email constantly. I should be getting it today, the final product. Um, so that'll probably happen in like a month and a half ish. Um, playing lots of shows, getting a lot of really cool opportunities that I'm excited to announce coming up and just keep it on, keep on writing and playing shows and all that. Um, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. Yeah. Thank you. This was really cool. Have a great day. Hey, y'all. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you liked what you heard, be sure to go follow Kelsey on social media and go check out her music wherever you listen to music. Um, If you liked what you heard from the podcast, be sure to subscribe wherever you're listening. Leave us a nice review. Talk to you guys next week. Thank you guys so much.